there's always a bit of a fun game that comes toward the end of the year. With the selection of a word of the year. Previous years have highlighted words like doom scrolling, fake news, or Brexit. Words that really call out ideas, insights, or themes that defined that year. Looking back at 2021, what will you be nominating? Hi Heidi, hi Brent. Hi. So what's that word of 2021 that stands out for you? Oh, I love this question because I do love words. <laughs> and this is one that I've actually seen used in a couple articles, which I find interesting that it's bubbled to the top. I've heard the word omni-shambles. Okay, omni-shambles. Yes. Omni-shambles. And what does that mean? It's rather interesting. It's it's a British coinage, so the Brits came up with this. You do often come up with wonderful terms. <laughs> oh, thank you, darling. Yes, I'm, I'm a big fan of the word <laughs> blamestorming as well, but let's stick to omni-shambles. <laughs> so omni-shambles, I've seen used, and I think it's a brilliant description of the complete screw-up of our labor markets, our supply chains, our purchasing, and our entire economic situation of the moment. Mm. Absolutely brilliant, oh, I thought. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so when you look at the overall economy, and let's just look at supply chain, it is in complete shambles. So is it one problem? Absolutely not. It is a multitude of things cascading and layering on top of each other. It's like a, a good cake, a it's, good layer cake. It's, it's really brilliant <laughs> when you start looking at it because it's the ships in the ports. It's getting the containers off the ships and into the ports. So you don't have stevedores for that. Stevedore, another great word. <laughs> and then you're trying to get the crates and the containers onto trucks, and we don't have enough trucks, and then getting them on the road. And it's this building from one end of the chain to the other, whether you're talking logistics, supply, whatever you're talking, it's this fascinating compounding of mess <laughs> that I think Omni Shambles is a great descriptor for yeah. where we're sitting. Yeah, it is a great. So, I mean, it's, it's a perfect storm. You could say yeah. all of the caca has hit the fan at the same time. What's caused that over the last year then? Well, what can we attribute that to, the omni-shambles? Yeah, let, let's take one example. Let's take the, uh, the microchip shortage. Right. Which there is a microchip shortage. It happened and cascaded not only because of the pandemic, Prior to the pandemic, there was a lot of talk and tension between China and the United States around trade. So there was already in the making a lot of tension. And then the pandemic happened. So China was still producing most of the microchips. Microchips were sent to the U.S. and there was a glut of microchips. Right. As people stopped buying refrigerators, televisions, cars, everybody stopped purchasing them. So there was a glut of microchips in the system. So then 
everybody said, stop making microchips. It's a pandemic. We don't need your microchips anymore. Now, as people started purchasing again, that amount of microchips that was on hand dwindled quickly. And in China, they were not ramping up production at the same time use was going down. Right. So you're depleting your supply, but you weren't replacing your supply. So now back to that tension that was built between the last administration and China, China was in no hurry to stand up their production because there were so many tariffs put on their chips. So now what do we have? We have a storm of you need chips. I have tension with you around political tension. Right. And if I make less chips, it puts you in more of a strain. So it was an ambi shambles. I had too many chips. I told you to stop making them. I now need chips. I told you to start making them. But at the same time, politically, you don't want to make them and send them to me. It's a very rudimentary so there's a, a, a explanation of yeah, that. There's a political but, angle to that one that even I hadn't considered. Well, one of the things when Brent walks through this that keeps going through my mind, maybe I'm slightly sarcastic, is the phrase, what could go wrong? <laughs> and it feels like it was a hundred decisions of what could go wrong. Right. Because on the face of it, I think that there's a good case to be made that we need to be cautious about our relationship with China. We need to be thoughtful. But it's this cascading of we're going to move all of our chip production to China. What could go wrong? Right. We're going to import all of that through the port of Long Beach. What could go wrong? <laughs> you know, it's, it's this, and then, oh, we need to apply pressure to the relationship with China. What could go wrong? Well, I, yeah. I think there's over 80%, I think, of, uh, you know, this is a problem, I think, that, uh, that well, the Defense Department of any Western state or Western country is now realizing is so much of that production of chips is within Asia. Yeah. And, and we need to bring that home and take more sort of an oversight of the production of those chips. I mean, Apple is now producing its own chips and that's what it's using to leverage itself, reinvent itself going forward mm -hmm. to bring its PCs or its laptops and its desktop computers back in, back in vogue. Yeah. But yes, it, I was in the UK several months ago and you know, there was a supply problem there because of drivers, particularly Polish drivers that are no longer able to work within Britain, unable to deliver to supermarkets, unable to deliver petrol to the petrol stations. Mm -hmm. The army was having to step in to make those deliveries. What could go what wrong? Could go yeah. wrong? So they, again, and then the message from the government was sort of a bit messed up. So everybody went out and was binge buying petrol, which confounded <laughs> it even more then the Irish ferries have now decided to circumnavigate the British coast and drop their goods directly into Europe because going through Britain, dropping off and dealing with all the extra paperwork on imports at one end and exports at the other is too much hassle. So it's yeah. a few weeks ago, we did an episode on how COVID has changed for the employee, but it also seems mm. that that effect is now working its way up through the entire logistics and processes of these I, companies. Yeah. And it, that's actually one of the I, I'm I'm watching the UK with bated breath 
because Brexit might have been able to go off all right under ideal circumstances. Right. And COVID might have been tolerable there under ideal circumstances. But when you get this stacking of issues, which is really <laughs> where we're sitting, that's the omni shambles. And that's the, there's no one thread to pull on to fix this. Because the problem with truck drivers in the UK, right. it's been hilarious to watch from the sidelines. I'm glad I'm not contingent on it. <laughs> Now, I have a, a, yeah. a good friend in the UK that runs a driving school, and he's making a fortune right now because the UK government is paying him to train drivers. Right. So if you want to become a driver, your education is paid for and it's free. So, of course, he didn't raise his price a lot, but he did raise his price somehow, <laughs> mysteriously, and got more instructors and more trucks and and he's doing well at teaching people to drive. Uh, right. And it's interesting, we look at it in the U.S. and we look at the, the port of, of Long Beach in California or the whole L.A. port because there's two of them. And we see all the ships sitting out at sea. And we're like, why are they sitting out at sea? Well, the capacity of the ports is only the capacity of the port. If you turn on the supply chain and you send 30 ships with containers to one port, the port can only handle so much. Is it the port's fault that they only have so much capacity? Mm. Yes and no. Right. Uh, the port of Long Beach only runs during the day. If they ran 24 hours a day, they could probably get more containers through and more ships moving. So yes, we can blame the port, but we also have to look at why did the supply chain pick up so quick? Right. Because Supplies were running out, pandemic's ending, people are spending money and they want products. So here we are at the end of 2021. Should I put on my, Chris, on my Christmas list a Orgology Chris, crystal ball that will allow me to see when an Omni shambles is, is, is about to take effect? I mean, what, what, what's your advice? Is it when you think about processes, have a plan B? I mean, how... Is there any solution that would have been available to help deal with this situation a little bit better than it has been dealt with? Well, we can hit that a bit in the next podcast or two. I like the sound of that. But it's definitely, it stands there as a data point for people who have done a lot of planning recently around the, but what could go wrong? <laughs> yeah, it, it, well, it's not strategic planning, but it is a good strategic phrase asking the question, what could go wrong with our thoughts and our processes? Fantastic. Well, I will look to uh, produce that Orgology crystal ball somewhere here in the US and not outsource it to another country then where the problems might uh, create an omni shambles effect of their own. Well, thank you so much, listeners, for listening through 2021. Wish you all a happy new year and thank you very much, Heidi and Brent. Thank you. All right. We'll talk in the new year. Yep. Happy New Year to you all. Take care. Bye-bye. Right,